0: Hey, Sam. Hey, Nathan. What's up? Hang on. Actually, don't, don't even answer that. I'm, oh. I'm in a furious rage right now. Um, you were you on the phone with Nikon? I was. I was waiting for about 15 minutes, finally got through to somebody who then proceeded to tell me, you can't return any item that's been unopened from the box. What? Yeah, that's what I said. Not just the packing box. If it's been unopened from the camera or lens box, they will not accept a return. If it's unopened. I said, yeah, I was like, I, well, I had to open it to make sure that it was there. And they were like, well, what's wrong with it? And I was like, well, it doesn't perform. It doesn't do what I need to to work in a professional environment. I've got two D850s that did far, far better. I don't want this camera. And they just proceeded to keep telling me, well, if it's been unopened and turned on uh, from the box, we don't accept returns. You so mean opened? I'm, I'm, opened. So I told them I'm sending it back anyway and processing a dispute with my credit card. They can do what they want with the camera. Right. That's a ridiculous policy. That's who has absurd. that policy this day and age? It's insane. It, you can't open it from the box. What's the point of even well, that, there's no even that's a not yet. a that, that's not a return <laughs> policy. That's That's not yeah. That's that's, that's, that's returns a, aren't allowed. Yeah, that's in, that's ridiculous. Uh, they also said that um, there's yeah. only 14 days to return an item. I told them that. Listen, I tried to return this uh, two weeks after I got the thing. I sent an email back to the people that uh, you know the automated ordering email that they sent to, and I've tried. Numerous times over the past couple days, couple weeks, to process it through their website, and nothing would work. And then they said, "Oh, well, you have to call in if anything's over a thousand dollars." Doesn't say that anywhere on the website, no. but that's what they told me over the phone. Yeah. Guess what? There's an item, uh, the adapter shipped, two hundred and fifty dollars. It doesn't say call in. It just refreshes the page whenever you hit return item. Nothing happens. They're putting up all huh. these um, completely unethical. I feel like, or you know, worst case, totally unethical, best arbitrary. Case, Arbitrary, yeah. yeah uh, roadblocks to getting any returns. This is absolutely outrageously ridiculous and makes me never want to order from Nikon.com again. Because b and it's got to be their closest competitor, probably yeah. makes a lot more sales than Nikon.com directly does, has an incredibly re- like, flexible return system. They must be in basically any condition. I've returned things without even
1: the lens caps
0: by accident. And they were like, sure, it's fine. It's for refund. Like,
1: come on. That's interesting. I called Nikon two days ago to cancel my pending orders for a Z, a Z seven, a Z six, two fifty millimeter lenses. For some reason, they were pretty nice about it, but I yeah, I had to jump through hoops to get through my like get my order numbers correct, and they asked me like a ton of questions, and finally they they canceled all my orders. Um, but they said they normally listen to this one. They. They can't. What she told me was they cannot accept returns. Um, yeah. So I, I think
0: that is more along the lines of yeah. what is the heart of the problem here. Right. I think that they're literally not able or willing to accept them. They just want the sale done, and then as many obstacles as possible until something is forcing their hand, which is what American Express has always been just fantastic about. There's always one or two orders, multi-thousand-dollar orders a year that I have to, for whatever reason, push through their dispute system. Uh And it's they've always come through. So, um, I mean, always buy something on credit card. And I, I don't know how other credit cards... Are about it. Highly recommend uh, American Express because they've always come through for me and refunded my money. Uh, and they they reach out directly, manually themselves to to do a little back and forth with whoever you have the dispute with on your. behalf. That's awesome. Oh, I just got an email follow up. They said, unfortunately, we were disconnected, <laughs> <Which> <laughs> I making it very clear I was <laughs> up on. You know. As we just did, you I'm not able to process a return because the box is opened. <laughs> Yeah, like, I apologize for any inconvenience this has caused. If you have additional assistance, call us back. Yeah, I'm not waiting on 20 minutes again just to get through to somebody.
1: They're just going to send it back and do a chargeback? I mean,
0: yep. Yeah, I mean, when you go through and, and file a dispute through the Amex portal, it says, like, okay, great, have you already sent it back and what's your tracking verification? So, yeah, I'm just going to do that. I, could, I care about this camera so little that even if it just goes into the black hole of the mail system never to be seen again, I don't care. Even if Amex yeah buys my claim, I don't I just want it out of my hands and back is I don't want it. I, this is ridiculous.
1: It's a really um so getting to that point, um I, I don't remember where we left off in the last podcast, but we in the last few weeks we've me and you have sort of tested through the Z seven and you've tested a lot of the uh, the Canon R. And you found that basically the Canon R is, is perfection in terms of almost perfection in terms of exactly what we are always talking about in the podcast. Great EBF, like ease of use, buttons being in the right place, technology working out, being fast. Um, and the Z7 is is just tragically... Uh, missing some serious features and stumbled in some serious areas.
0: Completely agree. And and I think my eyes were not opened fully until I randomly decided to try the EOS R from Canon and was like, oh yeah, this is, this should be mirrorless should be autofocusing way, way better than a DSLR. Not just because of edge to edge, but in every metric, because it, it, it should it's be just, better. Yeah, it should. Be. It, it, it should be. The technology should allow for it to be way, way better, and um, and it is on the EOS R, even through the DSLR adapter. And Nikon's is not. At best, it's about the same. But the low light focusing is not as good. Not even close to the D850. Every other reason we've discussed previously as well. Like it's just. Actually, I can't remember in the last episode if I had completely formulated my opinion or not about I, the Z. I think I still kind of had it
1: with me and hadn't really
0: used it much. But.
1: And we also talk about, uh, logistical nightmare of dealing with Nikon online versus Canon case in point.
0: Or, yeah. I guess you've had your own horrible experience. With yeah. Them.
1: Well, first of all, I, I mean, I don't know that I can a hundred percent blame Nikon for this, but chase, I, I, I bought my Z seven and all my gear, um, for it, a, a, adapter and a 50 millimeter lens, um, on, um, on my chase card. And right when I, right when it was ready to ship, um, I got a notification on my phone that it had been tagged as fraud alert. The transaction was canceled. And I was like, you've got to be kidding me. So you were failed on, on two sides of the coin. Yes. The
0: transaction was denied by your credit card company, but the Nikon systems.
1: Yep. Nikon systems threw it right to the back.
0: Yep. So, weren't, they weren't considering that as a possibility, which is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Cameras are like one of the number one fraudulent pushed things in the marketplace. Yeah. Cameras and, and lenses.
1: Yeah, so I called Nikon immediately, and I was like, hey, amazingly, this what, thing has been... What was been,
0: your average hold time, by the way? Just to, oh, Was it
1: generally like 15 or 20 minutes before you no, got to speak it to No, it, like, it was like five or ten minutes. Um, But... <laughs> I but yes, yeah, so I called them, immediately called them and I was like, "Hey, uh, this thing got canceled, can you just please push this thing through because it's ridiculous?" And uh they were like, "No, you have to reorder it online." And I was like, "All right." Um so I reordered it and um never got it. It's it was sitting on back order for the last uh basically month, I think. Uh 3 3 weeks. Um and I finally called two days ago and said, I, I, "I'm I'm canceling this. I'm canceling everything. Uh, I I don't want the. I already they already. Here's the weird thing too, they canceled my, you know body. The 50 millimeter isn't out yet. I don't know when it's coming. It's just not out." So that's fun. Yeah,
0: I know. Uh, Thankfully, that was the one thing I just realized I could reply with to be like, well, okay, even though you're not helping me on what is shipped, definitely cancel the pending order that, that hasn't yet. Because she didn't address that either. When I was talking to them on the phone, she just completely said, there's nothing we can do for you.
1: Right. And I ordered an FTZ adapter for the Z7. And I, at the same time that I put in every other order, I put in a Z6 order and an FTZ adapter for that one. Guess what I got in the mail? No body, because it got canceled. No 50 millimeter, because it's not released. And what? Two FTZ adapters. <laughs> one of which I gave to you.
0: Yeah, which I don't even know what to do with now. <laughs> they're not going to return it if it's open from the box. I mean, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw it in the box and,
1: and return it with everything else. But this is, this is so insane. I'm, so, okay, let's juxtapose that one with your experience with... The Canon R system. Go ahead, Sam. Tell us what you've won.
0: Yeah. I, uh, you know, just like browsing around b and happened to be, you know, on their homepage or something where clearly they're, uh, well, let's see what their homepage looks like. I bet they're promoting the EOS under the photography section, whatever. Yep. Here it is. Digital cameras, Canon EOS R, popular seller, blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh, cool. I wonder, you know, I wonder what lenses they have. I just hadn't even been a glimmer on my radar in any way. Uh, I knew that Canon had released one. We talked about that briefly, but like I mostly was just like, okay, Nikon's going to kill it. Yeah, because
1: do we don't have? care about Canon. We're not, we're, you know, as that much. I mean, I, mean, I care, we care. It's like, that, you know, the Z is the focus. We're not, like, clearly,
0: I, Nikon's going to do don't shoot amazing Canon. things. Yeah, yeah we we're don't never, shoot so. Canon as our workhorse cameras. But I have a couple Canon lenses and whatever. I was just like, well, would they... So Canon... <laughs> with the EOS R uh, and, and part of the credit here goes to B and H as well. Cause I place the order through B and H, but clearly Canon has enough stock of their, their products that I was able to order it literally, I'm talking like eight or nine at night in my hands the next day, by lunchtime by noon. Oh my God, no, no extra shipping. I mean, part of that again is B is logistical, like amazing turnaround, but also just the yeah. fact that Canon has the stock, maybe the camera isn't selling as well as the Z, But I I find that hard to believe. I don't know. I know Canon EOS R is getting pretty panned in a lot of online reviews. And I think it's mostly from people that care at all about shooting video, Um, because it does cropped video 4k, but that's stupid because most videographers I know just shoot 1080 and call it a day. It's it's a silly thing. Uh, and there may be some other reasons. The sensor is beautiful. Uh, I, I, I completely think it's a modern sensor. Like it has way more dynamic range than you actually need the D seven or D eight fifty definitely has more, but the Canon EOS R is, is like close to it. And the high ISO is mind blowingly beautiful. Like everything else being released right now. It's a fantastic camera. Now, so I'm browsing around. I'm like, oh, the body's available. Is it? Yeah. Is it really, can I add it to cart? This is amazing. This isn't just to like order it on back order. In my hands the next day, along with the EF um, to EOSR mount converter. So I could instantly start shooting with any of my Canon lenses. And then Nessa shoots Canon. So I had all of her lenses at my disposal. Canon was able to do that with two other mounts also being released at the same time. That right. kind of like spe- specialized things. And this week, Canon is now shipping native native mount lenses a 50 millimeter L lens an f1.2 which would be the equivalent of Nikon releasing the 58 knocked that they announced for like sometime next year right like so Canon has really shaped my entire opinion now of the Nikon experience and that has just put Nikon at the back of the pack complete completely unimpressed and annoyed
1: um not can I also say though last year, I tried to order the D850 on B&H. Guess what? I never got it. I also tried to order it on Nikon. Never got it. It was just on back order for like two months. Two months turned into two and a half months. And I was like, "Screw this! I'm out." I was. I've got two D750s anyway. And then I bought a D5, and then I was fine. And so I'm like, "This." <laughs> I'm like, "What is happening at Nikon here?" Like, just make the. I don't know what's going on. What's happening?
0: I don't know. I don't know. I, and I, you know I, hate, I don't know how interesting an entire episode of us complaining about this is going to be for people, but it's true. I don't know. It's, they really dropped the ball. And, and this is really scary for Nikon because I think this is a really critical time for them to do well uh, with sort of reinventing the next entire phase of their camera bodies with this Z-mount situation. Yeah. It's... Uh, Bad news. It's, and and it's part of me wonders not if they're great. really resistant to, to returns because a lot of people are returning it.
1: I just, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, but it, but, it's, un, it basically, my, my whole thing is that I'm just really a little bit upset just because there's so many missed opportunities on the Z seven. Um, missed opportunities are, are the worst. They're there. It's the reason that I, I hate Rogue one, you know, you know, can I just point out
0: Again, again, one of the, one of the most exciting features of this camera was going to be live view in camera multiple exposures, and the only way to do that is with a JPEG end result. Yeah, it's, are it's, you kidding? It's that is such a huge missed opportunity. It's like they, it's like they're playing a joke on us on purpose.
1: Yeah, <laughs> like, I, I don't get that one at all. Um, what's happening, guys? Especially what's since happening? Canon seems to have no problem with it. Um, and hasn't seemed to have a, had a problem with it for the last for years, years. since the
0: Mark II, I believe. Yeah, uh, or three. It's a joke. Yeah, it's a complete. No, I think the Mark II could Two? do. It. Really? Uh, I oh don't wow. Remember. Maybe just the three, but it doesn't matter. Uh, it's the the wireless integration is just laughably stupid uh, and upsetting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to get mad again. But uh, yeah, they've completely missed the mark. And this is exactly why it's so important to not base decisions or trust opinions of people that have only had the camera in their hand for a day during a demo or like an hour or even a week or two. Like you need, you know, a couple thousand frames made with it before you really pick up on uh, how this camera is, is missing the mark or, or overachieving like whatever. Yeah. Uh, So yeah. Story short. Goodbye, Nikon mirrorless, at least for the time being.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to the next iteration. Until um, then, I'm looking forward to uh, trying out a new camera system for a while. Yeah, as soon as we're done talking here, I'm, I'm
0: packing everything up as mintly as I can. I've still got, of course, all the box and manuals and cables and everything you would normally expect to need when returning a camera within a month after it yeah. coming um, and sending it back my complaint and my fingers so upset. nice but uh but yeah i um, mean i don't know if this is worth diving into about the canon eos r much it is a fantastic camera i'm trying to work on a full length review but i want a little more time with it and then we'll, we'll go from there but did you actually shoot with mine at all or did you just kind of hold
1: it for a few uh i shot with it for like a, a little bit but yeah like a, a few minutes <laughs> bless you thanks i have a cold Oh bummer! Again, I
0: had a cold before I went to India. I got sick from India, and then I got home, and now I have a cold. <laughs>
1: oh man! Um, yeah, no, but I I, I shot with it. Um, I was I was pretty surprised by well, I, I should say I wasn't surprised by the feel of it. I kind of was like, oh, this feels this feels very fine, normal, like a, a nice beefy camera. It didn't it didn't seem too small. Um, the Nikon feels just. Just too small, and uh, the the Canon uh, uh, EOS R feels great in your hand. The process of using it is is great. I didn't initially love the flip out screen, the way that it works, because you have to you have to move it outward and then flip it around. Uh, that would that's going to be something I'll need to get used to. Uh, that's the only that's the only kind of downside for me to the whole camera, but.
0: Hardware-wise, there's a few things. There's a couple of little glitches throughout the system. Also with the Nikon Z, I think I forgot to mention this glitch, but um, occasionally I notice with the Z, again, this is not... the uh, If I was doing a repetitive, like checking the screen, looking through the viewfinder, then checking the screen, looking through the viewfinder, going back and forth, no rhyme or reason to it, but occasionally when I would go back to the EVF with my eye, it would like glitch out with a green static, mm. almost like someone unplugged a TV, just just a brief second, the, less than a second, just a brief moment where you would just see this static where clearly something was uh, maybe getting locked up in the, in the throughput of like shifting it from the screen and to the
1: EVF. This is the Nikon Z7, Nikon right? Z, yeah, yeah.
0: Um, and the Canon has a couple weird glitches as well, namely uh, to do with auto ISO. It seems like if I hold a hardware button for ISO and use the one of the thumb wheel or the index finger wheel, then auto ISO always goes in and out perfectly. And any ISO adjustment as well. But if I use the touch menu bar, um, customized to do like the swiping ISO or the actual touch from one increment to the next, and then you can also customize it to tap left or right and instantly go into auto ISO or not. Uh, Mm -hmm. Anything to do with the touch bar and auto ISO, it just randomly will say, uh, not available, not available. Mm. And then... No rhyme or reason. Usually within a few seconds, but still, after this annoying lockup, uh, it'll just decide to finally go into it.
1: Oh, huh, that's annoying. Yeah, it's uh, definitely yeah. a bug.
0: Bug that yeah, I, I that seems like the kind of thing they would
1: certainly fix. Do you I, know if I Canon does firmware patches like that? We do.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. And I was going to say I've learned to stop holding my breath with Nikon. They, they never do significant one. feature yeah. rollouts. They occasionally do firmware bug fixes and this hopefully uh canon is also good about you know bug fixes like that it certainly seems like a bug if it's not i don't understand why. Mm. what i'm doing
1: to make it Yeah, accident. it's got to be a bug um okay oh,
0: also can i also point out um guess what else i have in my hand here
1: ooh a grip a canon grip?
0: grip a functional canon grip that gives you two batteries and a bunch of actual knobs and buttons. It's a huge, actually, I think it's too big. It's a giant grip.
1: Huh. Wait, <laughs> uh, that's for the EOS R?
0: Yeah. Already released? Yeah. Already released and in my hands. Been here for a week. Uh, Meanwhile, Nikon's Nikon, do they is they don't even have even one. They don't even exist. Yeah. They don't have the contacts underneath to make a connection for it. So I'm thinking if they do have a grip, it'll just be a plastic handhold. not. Yeah, maybe they could go through underneath the battery port like this one does. Possibly, but this also has a contact. To
1: so I'll be I'll be looking forward to seeing what Nikon does next, mirrorless wise. Can I also wise. just
0: say the EOS R adapter is glorious? It's it's fantastic. The autofocusing... On all of the Nikon or Canon lenses that I've tried, it's like they're brand new lenses—not not not just new in themselves, but like a new autofocus motor. Wow, power! Like it's exactly what Nikon had pitched in their adapter, (laughs) Uh, but missed the
1: mark. Mm. So, and also
0: shipping this week is the Canon ring adapter that has the
1: the control ring. See, and that which is genius, right? That one right there. This is what I want to talk about because this blew my mind when it was described to me, it's, it's an adapter, I guess. What, what do they call EF mount? Uh,
0: EF mount is the Canon
1: EF mount Canon lenses, uh, onto their new, their new EOS R mount system. Um, but it's got a control ring built into it, which is going to be the
0: same ring that's in all of the native lenses that come out with it. All of the RF mount lenses are going to have a control ring. So they're creating a, a, an amazing layer of consistency to what you have to think about as a photographer. If you're using a brand new lens, boom, the control ring is still there and you can use it set however you want. I plan to have it set for ISO control, uh, but we'll see how that works. And the they, Nikon also has a control ring, but it's not in the adapter and you can only let it adjust uh, exposure compensation or aperture, which is just silly. And so yeah, Canon already has rolled out in shipping Two different options: one with or without the the ring, and right. then, Yeah, and you can customize it and use an adapted lens or a native lens, and have the same feature functionality there, and not have to think in your brain like, "Oh, what am I giving up when I go to the adapted one?" Oh, okay, and then I'm gonna have to use the other button for ISO. Like this was the problem I had with tons of the Sony adapters, right? Trying it earlier earlier this year, and and every you know many bodies over the years with the Sony, like every adapted lens whether it was canon or nikon was limiting like the focus modes the camera would support or the number of focus points i could use and i had to like mentally process the trade-off of what i was going to be experienced switching lenses yeah that that little nugget of friction was so much that it just one of many reasons i could never switch to canon or sorry sony Um, so Canon is trying to create a consistent experience across all their lenses, which is so smart.
1: My question is why create obstacles for your users when you can, when these, these are opportunities to have the camera system get out of your way and, and allow you to really like use the camera as an extension of your hands instead of just getting in the way of you. So that's why I like this. First of all, why we can't just ISO with the control ring on the new Canon, uh, the new Nikon lenses is beyond me. Because my thing is I've always wanted more ISO control because as a person who shoots manual all the time, but never really changes aperture unless I need to for a specific creative shot, I don't need a specific uh, aperture control. Honestly, I need what I really need is an ISO sensitivity control.
0: And I think in general, that's just the difference between Nikon and Canon's way of thinking about things. I can mm-hmm. tell that the, where and how I auto ISO specifically is implemented, especially on the other you know, normal DSLR Canon bodies, um, it's sort of an afterthought versus Nikon yeah. where auto ISO is thought of as like a, a regularly used thing. And anyway, it's... Ugh. Uh, but you and said so, it, you said it. So you said it right with, it needs to get out of your way and be an extension of your hand and extension of your, your mind and sort of your, your human expectations of how a camera should work. And that's why I fell in love so quickly with the EOS R. I bought it, uh, came the next day by lunch and I was out that evening shooting a session with it. Um, and it was the first mirrorless camera I ever used that I was just able to take photo it immediately jumped to the the mind space of creativity and like framing and lighting not what do i have to do to get this camera to make this adjustment
1: right (laughs) what did
0: i change right like oh crap it's not focusing the way that it was how do i fix it like of course that did happen a few times but far and away like i for the first half of the session i was just making images immediately able to concentrate on the content instead of the uh cool. That's awesome. That was amazing. Uh, yeah,
1: that's what a camera should be. It should be, I
0: can't say anything more about it. than that.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, you think about a paintbrush, uh, artists, you know, the, the, the great, a great artist considers the paintbrush an extension of their arm and it's just a brush. Um, it gets out of your way. It's just a thing. And with a, with a good camera, it should get out of your way. It's why I like the D five because I I'm like, I know I can pick this thing up. I don't have to worry about it. I don't have to think about anything. I'm going to nail focus. I'm going to nail, you know, I'm going to, you know, I have to work hard on it, but I have to, you you nail exposure. And, you know, every single time I get great images and I like that. Um, That's what I'm really looking forward to with uh, the Canon R of my own. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, You know, the D850 is very similar to the D5 in that those machines are just the best of the best with DSLRs yeah and imagine them improving on what the technology is you know beyond groundbreaking way i think all that energy is going to be in the mirrorless realm but can now, i throw
1: kudos to canon really quickly for throwing in a really neat piece of technology in that touch bar.
0: Yeah, that's the other thing. Canon actually innovated. Nikon did yeah. not. Canon not only has the amazing—it's uh, not that amazing, but it is nice and it's thoughtful. It's cool. Uh, innovative. It's really cool. The, the, the touch bar instead of a instead of a control wheel. So that, but the other really great innovation is when you you know thinking of a fun way to use the touch screen, right? So. When you have the EVF, EVF up to your eye, the touchscreen goes black. And on every other camera that I'm aware of, certainly the Nikon Z, it right. just is black. The touchscreen is blacked out. Yeah. Canon has a touch-to-drag feature where now you can say... I want just this section of the screen, or I want the whole screen, or you can dial it in to be like whatever feels the best for you. But when I touch the back of the touchscreen and I'm using the EVF with my eye, it's now a virtual joystick where I can move the focus point around with my free hand, my left hand, or my right if I want it. instead of having to assign a a hardware joystick key to move your focus points if you want. Now you've got a touch-sensitive giant screen to do with your thumb great. That's perfect. That is exactly the kinds of stuff people need to be thinking about and taking advantage of. Yeah. Like a mirrorless system.
1: Why not innovate a little bit, um, here? And I, I, I also, I do kind of think that it's okay though, uh, for Nikon to do sort of what they did, which is just try to transplant every feature of a DSLR into a, a mirrorless and sort of yeah, call but it a day. 3D tracking, like, uh, but without 3D tracking, the, honestly, the way that that camera expect it to work. Yeah, right. On honestly, for me, that that was the killer. That was the the fi- the real nail in the coffin for me is the the change in autofocus. Is like I heard all over the place. Oh, autofocus is weird. You have to get used to it, but it's fine. And I, I'm sorry, but the way that I shoot, which is primarily using 3D tracking, pretty much all the time, that's not going to work for me. It's just yeah. not. Yeah. So I can't, I, I, that's a deal breaker kind of for me. I, I, and I, and I can't for the life of me figure out why they wouldn't include something like that.
0: I can't either.
1: Um Especially it's, it's where, where Canon did basically for the first time, right? Because Canon Mark three, Mark four, they don't really right. have a 3d tracking. So they, like
0: that. They did, but it was a convoluted and like clunky way of getting there. And it didn't perform nearly as, as accurately. And, and, well as the nikon right. so uh now it does now it performs better yeah there is some weird quirky things like it does eye tracking it does face and eye tracking on the USR, uh but not in a continuous focus mode so when it locks it locks and then it takes the photo it doesn't continuously track until you engage the focus again it doesn't do right. what in the nikon world you would think of as afc it only does eye tracking in afs or in canon world that's just called one shot Uh, Which is kind of weird. Like, Sony will let you do eye and face tracking in either focus mode, which should be the way it is. So there's definitely some weird quirks about the EOS R. Uh, Anyway, it's what it is. I think we've probably said enough. I vented my frustration to the point where I'm now calming down and I I can calmly put the... I actually had a flicker in my mind of maybe I should uh, just record a video of me going out with the Z7 and smashing it with a hammer and just (laughs) see if I can go viral well, I'm, <laughs> with that experience and get my money's worth out of it. They're not going to let me refund it. Seriously. I was thinking about that.
1: Uh, well, I'm happy to be the person that you vent to so that you don't do that.
0: <laughs> Maybe if, if something happens and Amex is like, sorry, we can't help you. They're sending it back. Maybe I'll give it away. But I, I don't even feel good about giving it away because then I'm going to be like, Hey, who no. wants this camera, I think it's crap. Here you go.
1: I don't know. I, I I'm of the mind of sending it right back to Nikon, doing a chargeback and seeing what happens. Yeah, that's the plan.
0: And I'll tell them I attempted to do a refund. Uh, you
1: know, tell them if you up. you know what you should do is tell them that if they don't accept it, then you will smash it with a hammer. <laughs> that's a great call. I already called them out on my Insta stories, tag their handle and everything.
0: Nice. Running, I, I, it's fine. It's whatever. I felt bad for the woman on the phone, but she was also slightly slightly rude to me about it. And so once I picked up on that tone, it was I was oh boy off the chain. I was not polite.
1: Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't even want to <laughs> Anyway, it's fine, though. So the point uh, is, yay, EOSR. I'm... I'm excited to get mine soon.
0: Yes. Nessa is also buying one and she shot with it a, a couple sessions now. Oh, cool. So it's one over, And I mean, literally I went out and photographed a kid's session with the 50 millimeter Canon F 1.0, uh, which is a notoriously slow lens, but it's got a beautiful shallow depth of field. Cause it's a 50 F 1.0 and uh, you know, track those, those kids jumping up and down, running all around uh, really, really fantastically. I mean, it wasn't, amazingly perfect like you would expect maybe a zoom lens or something not at f1.0 but it was still high keep rate got to be 80 awesome. percent of the photos were a keep which was not the case when i tried
1: shooting that lens on the 5d mark IV. so all right well, what do you got going on uh i have a shoot tonight in tyson's then i'm heading back to baltimore um i'll probably be back at midnight going down to richmond to hang out with some people for this weekend what about you what's going on
0: Excellent. I'm wrapping up a group critique for people on my Patreon. So I'm just like marking up a lot of user submitted photos and commenting on them and such. And then, uh, and to try and get well, I have a 14 hour wedding this Saturday, so I got to get
1: pushed past this, uh, cold. Yeah, man. More power to you. Uh, all right. We'll talk soon. All right, man. Later.